0: business and entrepreneurship has always interested me i think part of it is because i grew up being supported by a family-owned business another part is that my wife and i started one ourselves and then i think a big piece is that i associate such a thrill with the excitement and risk and challenge of owning and running your own business and when family is involved those pieces are heightened all the more we've always said that the challenges are that much harder and the victories are that much sweeter That's why I was excited to sit with local photographer friend Jared Schilling. He grew up in and around and actually took over his dad's photography business. He's an entrepreneur at heart and a family man on top of everything else. It's clear that he learned a lot about both of those things from his dad. Jared's a really good guy. He's honest and genuine and, as you'll hear right away, he knows how to dish out a compliment or two.
1: You know what? I, I've always, Jed, I've, I mean, like, obviously we've never been super close friends, but we were, we were, every time I've ever been in a room with you, I've (laughs) always enjoyed being with you. (laughs) I really have. I, I, I think you have this realness I'm not, I don't care if we're on live or not or podcast, whatever. I always enjoy talking with you because you just exude realness. Like, and I think you are very open-minded and you embrace everybody's opinions, and you listen, and you contribute both. So you're not just a talker, Right. but I've always noticed that about you. You're a listener, and so I've always thought that was really cool, and so when you messaged in yesterday, I was like, that's awesome. Like, I don't care about podcasts. I don't listen to them or anything, but I would love to sit and hang out with Jed for a day.
0: You probably didn't know that I even did this. I
1: did know. I did oh. know you did. Yeah, because I, I get the uh, White House emails. You oh, right, right, right. Just because right. I'm on their mailing list. Sure. So I, I see – Jed, this conversation with such and such. I've never listened to one, not because of, if for any reason. I just I just don't listen to podcasts. you not a
0: podcast guy. Yeah. Right.
1: But, uh, but f- so more so it was for me, Jed, was like, I would love to sit and just talk uninterrupted, not having to worry about other people. You know, just sit and talk with Jed. That sounds like a heck of a lot well, of fun. I, I, and my uh, wife's like, man, that sounds fun because she likes you. Like... <laughs> she. <laughs> She's like he is the nicest guy. She, I was like I know. She's like you guys are gonna have a lot of fun. I was like I know. I was like I genuinely am looking forward well, uh, to hanging out with Jed Toffer.
0: That makes me feel really good. I typically the person that I'm talking to, like one of the things that I that I try to do with some when I have more notice, right, uh-huh. is that they pick what they wanna oh, okay. talk about. And it, normally it's because you know I'm talking to somebody that's everybody knows they're famous yeah. or whatever. Yeah, and they you know they're a marketing guru, right? But uh, you you. Maybe you wouldn't be surprised to know that a, a person that's a marketing guru doesn't really want to talk about marketing hmm. or they have a lot of other stuff they want to talk about. And normally when you're when you're asked to speak somewhere, they say, we want you to come in and talk about this, that, and the other thing. And it's usually like your wheelhouse, so to speak. Yes. And so a lot of people like to sit down and talk about something that has nothing to do with what they're known for. OK. Right. So that's typically That's kind of my angle. Interesting. With you, I was with, and I've done this a few times because some people are like, I don't have anything that that I really have anything specific to say. Uh But from my standpoint, then I think, well, how do I view that person? Okay. So I view you, and this is what I wanted to get into today a little bit, as um, taking over. In other words, your dad. This was this was a family business. Yeah. That that your dad owned right yep and at one point you and your brother and correct me if I'm wrong this if I'm wrong this is what I this is how I thought it happened is that at one point you and your brother were in the business with him yeah working with him yep and now your brother isn't
1: yep hasn't been since like 2003 four.
0: what I didn't know it was that long I would have guessed I, about ten I'll, years ago maybe seven
1: I I honestly either I, way either whatever way. but he, he's, he did photography for a little while
0: right but he's not anymore. No, no, no. It's just you. Yep. and and your wife to some degree. Yeah. And you're primarily a wedding photographer. Yep. Uh and and where you, you do you say you're based out of East Peoria or you're based out of Washington, Illinois? Um, where you, you I based would out? say
1: I mean I would say we're based out of East Peoria. Yeah. That is where our gallery is.
0: Yeah. So Yeah, it's down there still in the same spot.
1: Down still in the same spot. I mean
0: and so, from the, my my thought about you and what you could talk about was essentially how that has happened and how it's it's gone from your dad as like the boss uh-huh. of whoever, yeah, and then you and your brother coming in and working with him, yeah, and how all that looked, okay, and then the transition into now it's you, your brother's out, yeah, your dad's out. Oh, yeah. Pretty well oh, out. Oh, yeah. I mean, I see what he's, he's posting all kinds of different things. He's not in the nothing... photography realm. Right.
1: No, he does a lot of other things, but he's not in right, photography. Right, right, right. Yeah. That's what I mean to yeah. say.
0: Um, and so, and, and so now you've kind of gone through this, f- these phases. Yeah. That have now ended up here. Yeah. And, and so in my mind, that's you taking over. Now that's, I, I don't mean a hostile takeover. <laughs> I, I mean more like taking over the reins, like your dad yeah. held the reins. Yeah. And then at one point, your brother and you kind of have your hands on the reins to some degree, because yeah. at the very least, you're his kids. Yeah, yeah, right, right. And now you are holding the reins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what I mean by okay. taking over.
1: Interesting. Okay,
0: cool. Wh- who are you?
1: Like, Are we going, starting with like name?
0: Just name's a good place to start. Okay. <laughs> Usually.
1: <laughs> I, I am Jared Schilling. And I uh, steer the ship at Schilling Photography. That's
0: right. You hold the reins.
1: I hold the reins.
0: In, uh, here in central Illinois. Yeah. And how, yes. long, how long has Schilling Photography been a thing?
1: Schilling Photography. My dad started Schilling Photography, it, I always default to 40 years ago. But that's probably the answer he gave me about 40 years ago. So <laughs> it might be 80 by now. I do no, the same thing. No, honestly, yeah. between 40 and 50 years. I don't know right. exactly when he would say... Well, he would have a date, but when he quit Cat and pursued this. But uh, I don't know that date off the top of my head. But it's over 40 years Mm -hmm. running now. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: And you came on when?
1: Okay, so I graduated high school in the year 2000 um, and dabbled in some landscaping, dabbled in a couple other odd jobs. But then uh, I started assisting him at weddings right in about 2000, 2001, maybe. I started uh, going with him and second shooting at weddings with him.
0: Was that by default?
1: Um, It it, it was a choice. I had a choice. Sure. I never felt that I didn't have a choice. Right, but I mean,
0: were you doing that to just kind of help out dad and make some money? Or were you doing, was it closer to, yeah, not was, that it has to be either one of these, or was it closer to, oh, I really like this photography thing?
1: Well, I didn't know if I liked it until I tried it, right? So okay. um, that was what it was. It was... Hey, come along with me. And I thought it was cool. You got to understand, I grew up when I was five years, seven years old, I was making photo buttons for, I mean, we, we've been in the photography business all our lives, my brother and I, we, we saw it from sports leagues. We were putting together memory mates when we were (laughs) still wearing diapers, you know what I mean? So this is all I've known is he's always had the business in-house. He's always had his office in-house, always worked out of the home. So this is all my brother and I had, had known of, you know, what business looks like. So. Um, so yeah, I'd say a little bit was default was like, of course I'm going to try it out, you know? And you got to understand my dad and I are super duper close. So we're like best friends always have been. So yeah. that was also as like, and he felt like, you know, give this a try, you know, you have the same blood as I do. Like you might really, this might hit a nerve, you know? And so, and that's exactly what it did. So, so I went and started job shattering him at weddings, um, um, Second shooting. I mean, he put a camera in my hand from day one. It wasn't like, you're just going to watch me and watch what I do, take notes. No, it was like, you're on the job. Film camera. Film. This Mm -hmm. was 35 millimeter, Mm -hmm. Canon, Elon 7. And Uh, it's just
0: a different investment, like, you know, for for these days, right?
1: Yes, absolutely. I feel
0: like, now this, I don't know how this is going to come across. I feel like these days it would be less of a big deal Mm -hmm. to give your young kid the camera and say, yeah. you know, get whatever you can get. Yeah. Because back then it, it was a, it, there was a tangible, like <clears throat> a physical investment that he was, because every time you took a photo, that's, that's money. 50 cents. Bam, 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 50 bam, bam, cents every right? click. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. And so it's, I, it's, it just seems a little bit different to me I'll tell you, back I, then than it is now.
1: I, and we could, this could go so many directions, Jed, but. I do believe the value of photography has diminished over the years.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, that could go 800 different directions. Maybe that's not where we go. Do you mean but
0: the objective value or the perception I, of the value? The of perceived
1: value, not okay. the objective value. Absolutely. There, there's value. Oh my gosh. But <laughs> right. the perceived value.
0: Okay. I wanted to clear the air on
1: that. <laughs> um, no. No, my gosh, if I didn't believe there was value in it, then I would be out of a job. But uh, mm, mm. but no, I believe the value of it, but the perceived value right. of what it takes to create an image and really be in the moment. I believe that whole perception is uh, it just... And
0: you remember when it was different because you were actually sure I shooting. Did. Well, the,
1: the thing is, it, it's not even that I have to remember. I still believe that. I still believe it right now. So, right,
0: but you're you're but like but the back then back the, perc- then, the yeah. perception was different yeah. than, well, there than was, it is. Like now. you said,
1: there was a physical, tangible, hardline right. cost every right. time you push that shutter button down. Right. So so what did that mean? That means I better know my stuff before I click this shutter. Right. I better have an idea of what aperture is, what right. uh, what lighting looks like, what bad light is, what good light is. Right. My gosh, I mean, what is depth of field? What you know, I couldn't just learn on the fly necessarily, even though I did, but there was definitely
0: like before you click that image, you know, make sure it it's going to be good. It did not it did not, it did not behoove you mm-hmm. to spray and pray. Right, 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 and especially since it was your dad, yeah, that was that was footing the bill.
1: Yes, but let me be very clear on this: is he was hundred percent click the camera. I mean, you're not here to stand and watch; you are here to do. He wanted you to. He has always been a doer, not a. You know, he's so he when he brought us into that environment, he'd already given us the X's and O's. We, but there's only so much you can learn sitting in a room taking notes or watching video it's like now let's go do it and so so he never held that over our head like okay you matter of fact the coolest thing jed that i i remember uh was when when i started shooting so i'd go to weddings with him second shoot um you know just get side stuff help him out in any way carry a briefcase here Mm -hmm. and there whatever it was um and then, uh, then what was really cool back then, there was such a thing called reprint orders. You don't <laughs> see that much anymore because everybody gets the rights to their images, you know? Right, so right. back then, they didn't right. have the rights to their images. Right. Another thing that, in my opinion, has devalued the the right. whole craft. But anyway, right. they so back then, we kept all the negatives. Right. They had to purchase. Re- if they wanted a canvas image, if they wanted eight, eight by 10, a 8x10, a 4x6, okay, that has to be purchased through the person that took your photos. Right. That's not longer the case anymore, but it was back then. What was cool, though, is once my... He said, Jared, you're going to get paid for every time they buy one of your images. Oh, the incentive. talk about a cool... That's that's a carrot. Talk about an incentive. Right. All of a sudden, he now put some incentive. Right. Oh, man. Residual sales. And that's why I tell you, (laughs) money has always been a motivator for me. Right. Still is to this day. Right. And I don't think that's a bad thing. As (laughs) a matter of fact, I want to instill it in my kids, but... All I'm saying is this, when I saw a reward coming right. for my labor, right. That took it from 1 to 10. Right. All of a sudden it was like, "Oh my goodness, I can be I can make money doing this." All of a sudden then, it wasn't a year later, I was shooting my first wedding at Mount Holly Country Club at age 19 with Julia, my now wife, we weren't married then, and it was it was probably a 3-hour coverage for 600 bucks. Yeah. And I will tell you that 600 bucks meant the world to me. (laughs) You're telling me I can go out for three hours because there was no editing back then. It was just, I clicked the shots. I turned them into the lab on Monday yeah. and I get $600. Now, obviously back then, you know, I wasn't paying for my own insurance, my own, you know, I wasn't footing all the life's life bills. But back then it was like, I, I did see though. And to a certain extent, it's carried on, um, that this can be a profitable business I can go out and be with people. I actually enjoyed it. I enjoyed the interaction. I, my dad has always been a people person. I saw the way he was always interacting with the bridal party, with the families represented. Mm-hmm. It was like, I mean, in some senses, he was kind of the life of the party as I watched this. Right. Like, they were all feeding off of his energy as right. a photographer. Right. So I was like... And I loved it. Like this, that fed me. Well,
0: you're like that too. I am. So You and your dad are similar in that way. People
1: give me energy. They don't drain me. Right. My wife, the complete opposite. (laughs) People drain her. Yeah. You know? So I feed off of energy and I give energy off the interaction it's right. just you know once that wheel starts spinning a it, it's a win-win right. So, right. so anyway so
0: so is that when you knew that Mount Holly because that was my next question but I well, feel like you answered it. That was the first wedding
1: I photographed and uh, I didn't have another odd job at that point so and I don't think I ever took another odd job since then mm-hmm. so I I don't know if I knew and I don't know if there was ever a defined my dad my dad never went to college I was never forced to it, and I don't know how this podcast because there's no like climatic point where it's like Then he handed off the reins. (laughs) Art, you got My dad, the way he doesn't do anything conventional. Nothing is done conventionally how you would see textbook done. It's he's always just been kind of a rebel in a sense. Yeah. And just a grinder, man. He just grinds and he just does what it takes in the moment. It's not like he plans a whole ton. He does, but he's got an unorthodox way of doing life and business and it works. Is that one
0: of the reasons he's your best friend?
1: Yeah, but that, that goes beyond. I mean, he's always he's always taken the time to be my best friend. Mm-hmm. So that, to me, is the biggest thing. I mean, it was nev- he never missed a basketball game. He never missed uh, anything we were involved in. I mean, he was right there mm. in the thick of it cheering. I mean, like, he was never absent. He was never distant. He involved us in his business. I mean, I, like I said, I was putting memory mates together at probably, honestly, six, seven years old. I was sliding. We were always in the action, and we always got compensated. Mm. It was never... He was never a dictator. He's never, you're going to do this for me because that would have turned me off. It was like, hey, you worked, you get paid. And I was like, this is awesome. I never had chores. I never had an allowance growing up. What we did, he, we worked. We, we If you want to get some money, you work for it and then you will get paid. Right. That's the way it always was. Right. When we started shooting weddings, he could have had every right to say, you're shooting weddings for me, not for yourself. Right. You will get a cut of this. You will get paid. Never worked that way. You did the wedding, you get all the money.
0: Is that right? Never so even was,
1: when you were doing that... Never was any different. You got all the money. We had all we had separate price lists. He had his price list, and then I had mine and Josh had his. I didn't know that either. How unorthodox is that? It's a little different. A little different. And it worked. Like I just said, it worked. It just worked. And I, we would go to bridal fairs. I remember <laughs> going to Weaver Ridge at a booth, the three of us in a booth. And they would select whether they wanted my dad, me, or Josh. Oh. <laughs>
0: Now, that just seems so awkward to me. How awkward could I'm, that I'm, have I'm been? I'm scared. Just listening to it. It it seems very... Because if it was me and my dad and my brother, I would have got the least. Yeah.
1: No, no. So so it's like we even had a conversation one night around the table at home <laughs> is, Jared, what do you want your business to be called? Now, Josh, what do you want yours to be called? I remember thinking like, do I want in-focus photography yeah, or yeah. all these cheesy, catchy <laughs> photography names? They weren't back then. No, they but weren't that's cheesy, what it... it right. But then it was like, but honestly, I, and I got to say, God knew what was going on back then. Mm-hmm. He knew the story. He knew the way this was going to look in 20 years. Right. We were just figuring it out along the way. Right. And, uh, and it worked. It, it just worked. Josh did it for a while. My brother, Josh, he, uh, photographed weddings for a while. He worked at Peoria camera for a while yeah. developing film in the dark room he was extremely methodical with the way he photographed weddings yeah. he was a method man he 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 had a routine he he would show up hours early to a wedding to make sure everything was i mean and he was good yeah. because he he was so well thought out and so prepared Right, he was a disciplined guy. Right. and you do this, you do that. You know, right. and I was a little more fly by the. Sea. I was somewhere between Josh and my dad as far as. So how is your
0: dad like real far right brain? Josh is real far, far, far left fly by brain. the seat of your pants, and you're kind of in between.
1: And I'm in between. I I, I like to know order. I like to have an order, but right. it's my order, like the way I do it, and uh, <laughs> so. But it makes sense to me, and mm. it's it's orderly right. in my mind. It may not look super orderly in your mind or someone else's, but I know how it's going. So I've been able to then, you know, refine that over the years and this and that. So anyway, so we're at this point in, we got married in 2003. Um, Again, Julia, my wife is an extremely creative person, Um, has crazy, crazy creative stuff beyond what I do. And, uh, and, Lord knows I needed her during that time as well. So we started assist. So we were a team that was, and my dad had an assistant in his later years, but that was never a thing. You mm. didn't need an assistant like mm-hmm. you do now. Everybody, mm-hmm. Oh, well, who's your second shooter. I wouldn't even grow. We didn't grow up under that. It mm-hmm. was, you know, you, you're the photographer, you do your thing. So anyway, having Julia and I as a team and Josh and his wife as a team, that was something Shilling photography could now offer. That was mm. pretty cool. Mm. And, at the time, I'm not gonna say it was revolutionary because there were other photographers that were husband-wife teams. But it was just now we had that. So now we were in that mix. And I think that was a cool thing. Um, then it wasn't long after that that um I don't when I say not long, maybe a few years after that, Josh was kind of uh it just wasn't his thing. I mean, he still did a great job. It got to what happened was as it started going on, then it got into digital, yeah. you know, then we right. got a digital camera, the Canon 30D. In uh, year 2003. And uh, then we went digital. That was quite the transition because then we were shooting some digital, some film. Mm-hmm. Then it got to the point where, and I could belabor all this, but then it got to where we were all digital. And then I was doing all the editing for Josh, my dad, and myself. Oh, my. Yep. I was getting compensated. Good. Like I said, this was never a thing of <laughs> you're under shilling photography by default, right. you edit the weddings. No. Right. Like, dad had me editing his digital files. Josh had me editing his wedding and I was editing my own because I really embraced that digital path. Right. And, um, and I began to see how this could go a little bit, but then as it got a little further on and I don't even know, 2006, seven, basically what was happening, I think, uh, Julia and I were kind of wanting to go a certain direction with it. My dad and you know, and I think he would say this too, was kind of he was pretty set in his ways. He didn't. And he also didn't want to spend his life behind a computer. He'd never had to do yep. that in his, in his life. Of course. He'd always been, hey, man, I shoot the wedding, love what I do on the weekends. Right. Then I send it to the lab. I don't have to think about it. Right. And then I do what I do, you know, and he had a routine and a schedule for right. the week. Of course. Now, all of a sudden, it's becoming more of a quote unquote job. All of a sudden, <laughs> you got to now edit. You got to right. do all this stuff. Right. He didn't ever love that. And right. so that's where I think a big turning point, And again, it kind of had to happen that way, though. And so he started, you know, just slowly, slowly handing the reins over. I mean, what you know, we'd get calls and say, hey, uh, you know, we request Jared. You know, he photographed our and my dad loved that. He's always been pro, you know, us right. like anything. Yes. Awesome jared photographed your wedding that's amazing you loved what he did awesome jared hey we just got a call man somebody somebody just called in they loved the wedding you did for their friends they want you to photograph it that literally would have been one of his responses right so it was never jealousy or oh why didn't they want me you know what my gosh no so that started to happen more and more and so then with the digital he had not wanting to be behind the commuter as much it just started to make sense right. like and he was I, I don't think he was that old, but I mean, he was maybe 50. I don't know, whatever it was. I don't honestly remember how old he was the day he said, that's my last wedding. I don't he, know if but he, he ever did
0: do that someday. Or at one point he said that
1: there, he said, I think, I think, I think Jed, the conversation we had was again, nothing was <laughs> orthodox or like, here's what we're going to do. We're going to sign a contract. None of that stuff. None of it. It was, man, Jared, you know, we were probably out on a boat fishing, man, Jared, uh, I don't know how much longer I'm going to do this. You know, what do you think? You know, well, I don't know, man. It's up to you, dad. Uh, You know, I mean, you know, do you think you can run this thing? Do you want to run? Well, yeah, I mean, I think I can. I mean, you know, (laughs) all right. Well, you know, and and I know there was a point there where he was a little frustrated with my initiative. Um, We had a couple tough conversations, not many, but we had a couple tough ones that i think so
0: there we, were some challenges along there were the, the way
1: oh sure there were challenges <laughs> and uh you know and there again it was kind of a thing of uh, you know we were in our mid-20s at this point you yeah. know of course our just our style is going to be different than a 50 right. year old so it was like right. you know we had ways we wanted to see our pictures we had an image we wanted to portray that right. we weren't right now i'm not saying it was because of it. it was just like it was just it wasn't happening that way right. and so it was like there was some rubbing, I think, a little bit here and there, right. and I know there was some frustration where he believed, you know, like, man, you got to. I remember there were a couple conversations where he didn't believe I was driven, like, you got to show some initiative here, like you. Yeah. But, but, Judge, truthfully, my heart wasn't in it the way it was going, so I couldn't really jump on board with I the get it. way it was going to be right. passionate about that. Right, I wasn't passionate about right. that. How right. could I, I? I can't fake stuff very well, so I had to be. It had to be. How I want it to be for me to be passionate about it. Hmm. So I remember there was a couple tough conversations in this, and uh, him saying, "You know, you know, I had a sleepless night. You know, are you gonna be able to run this? Are you gonna?" be. And I, I said, "Yeah, I think so." You know, and so first thing we did. So he said, "Then okay, I'm gonna be done. I think this was like 2008. That was my final year doing wagons. My dad said, "Okay, so, so what's that mean? Well, every call we get from there, I'm just it's gonna feel it to you, right? Okay, let's do it. You know, mm-hmm. and I was, I was like." excited but you know a little nervous probably but excited Mm -hmm. and uh so uh and the two of us had purchased our downtown building we'd split our the cost of our downtown studio space we'd paid for renovations we all just split it 50 50 well then we took the first thing we did like the first essentially first day we had the reins quote unquote we remodeled the gallery it was Okay, we're putting hardwood floors in, instead of tile. We're painting everything. We're getting new furniture. We're right. we're starting. We're starting from scratch. We held an open house. And your
0: dad was hands off.
1: It was tough for him to be hands off. Yeah. for that first, I don't know how many months, but you know it. But I think it was good for both of us for him to see me kind of spread my wings. And but this is his baby, man. This is all he's. Well, that's why I'm asking. So yeah, right. yeah. I think it was tough for a while, but. But he was. yeah. He was hands-off. Yep. He he let us do what we wanted to do. It says a lot
0: about him to me, knowing that it, it was tough for him, it had to be tough for him, and yet he still chose yep. to hand those reins over in that way and let you do your thing.
1: And let me be real clear on this. There was never a buyout. Uh-huh. There was never a contract sign. Uh-huh. There was never even a handshake. It was... I believe that day was a culmination of twenty some years of being best friends. Yeah, it was understood. Mm -hmm. It was like, "You good, Jared? You gonna do it? Yeah, I'm gonna do it, Dad. Okay, Mm -hmm. then it's yours." That that to me is where he contradicted. He could have sold this business, made a lot of money. Yeah, you want to? You know, it 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 will get me to tears if I think about it long enough because (laughs) it's like, what an ultimate sacrifice. What a labor of love right. all these years. And all of a sudden I'm just the beneficiary of it now. Right? Wow. Now we have put in our work, we've put in our two cents and I've sure. had to convince myself that we have, because I've all, I, for a while there, I lived under that shadow of, he built this, he right. did all the work. Oh, who am I? I'm just carrying on what he did. I've gotten to the point now where I can accept the fact that I've done some work too. Right. And uh, that I've <laughs> put in my time. right? Uh, but but it was hard for a while. But, uh, but anyway, so that's how the transition went. It was simply, there was some hard, some hard conversation. There was a little bit of this and that. Was it his baby? Absolutely. What I'm sure it was really hard for him, but we didn't have a lot of conversations that you probably think we would have had. We didn't even have those. We did. I didn't ask him, dad, did you ever cry during that transition? Did you ever get emotional about you're not going to be doing this anymore. This is your identity. Like up to this point, this has been a big part of who you are. Right. Like you started it from scratch, ground up. Right. Like we never had some of those tough conversations. I think we avoided some of them to be honest. (laughs) I think neither of us really wanted to go there to some extent. Yeah. Um. Maybe because we're dudes. Maybe, (laughs) maybe because we did, I don't know. Cause we've had, I mean, like, we're super close. It's not I mean, like
0: you don't have deep conversations, but you avoided some of those.
1: We did, yeah, and uh, to some degree, and yeah. maybe,
0: and maybe for the better. Who knows? Especially in the in, especially in the thick of it, right? Yeah. Like, I, I, if there's anything that I've learned over the last twenty five years, in particular, it's that it's not always wise to to fall that far down the rabbit hole. Yeah. You know, because I I like getting deep, and I like going there, yeah. so to speak. Right. Yeah. But I, I have learned that, in my wife's the opposite of that. She likes to stay on the surface. It doesn't yeah. mean she's not capable of it, but yeah. she prefers the non-confrontational, let's stay on the surface. If you don't have something nice to say about somebody, you don't say it. And I used to think, that's me. well, and I used to think that that was, ah, that's, that just means you don't want to talk about things that are real. And that's not true at all. Mm -hmm. That it's act, there are actually strengths and weaknesses I've discovered to both of those things. And I feel like sometimes when you're in the thick of it, especially like you were for a while with your dad to quote unquote, avoid that and avoid has this negative connotation, right? Right. But to avoid that during those times in particular might've been a fantastic idea for you guys.
1: I, yeah, in this situation, I believe it was wisdom Mm -hmm. and whether it was unintentional wisdom or intentional, I don't know. Right. I honestly don't know. Right. But I, and again, I'll go back to the Lord's hand in all of this. He knew the end from the, he knew the conversations we needed to have and not needed to have. There, there, there's no reason to bring in undue hurt or say words that maybe are going to have years of effect if they're not needed. And like, and my dad, he, he didn't need to be heard. He didn't, he, he never, again, we're going back to 20 plus years of being best friends here. A man that gave me his kidney in 2003 that literally saved my life. You know, we're, we're literally joined like <laughs> at the body he level. He literally
0: like, gave you his kidney. I had a
1: kidney transplant in 2004, uh, in February of 04. And he was the, he, he wouldn't let anyone even come close to give me, it was
0: going to be him or no one. And so. That's incredible. I didn't know that. That's like one of those things that, that you Not use. A lot of, it's nothing we go around and preach. But you say, it's a saying. Ah, oh, I'd give him my kidney. No, it's real. Or, oh, yeah, yeah. no, his- no, like, it's when real. When you said that at first, I was like, yeah, you guys really are tight. But you mean he literally he, gave you
1: He literally his gave me his kidney. Oh. I, I have three kidneys in my body, two which don't work, one that's working and has functioned, and that was in 04, and I get lab tests done. Every three months, and I have had a perfect report ever since then, and everything's going very well. So, yeah. So when I say we're best friends, it's like like he literally gave his life for me. So mm. like this is that's why I think it can work for us this mm. way. I'm not saying it's going to work for everyone, right? But right. it worked for us, right? Because the trust that was already there, the, the years of trust, years of friendship, years of sacrifice. Honestly, and so. And, and, and it went both ways. When I look like I was a kid that I didn't get in trouble at home. Why? Because I respected my parents. I wasn't going to do anything dumb to, to dishonor them. Like I respected them a lot. And like, I may have had a couple instances, but like this stuff you hear now, I can't imagine saying stuff to my parents that I hear kids have said to their parents. Like, like, I love, like, my gosh, these are like my, my best friends. Like, of course, no, I would not do that. Like, that's how we were raised. We were very tight knit. So Again, when we get to the culmination of all this in 2008, when the reins were, quote, unquote, handed off, this was years of building into this. Yes. So when it came time, sure, there was some little bit of hard stuff here and there, but it was like, it was pretty darn smooth.
0: How much effort do you put into not taking for granted the relationship you have with your dad in particular?
1: Yeah, no, we're, he knows, he knows, uh. Very well, the honor and respect I have for him. We we don't we don't go too long without acknowledging that. So no, I mean it's 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 birthday cards with notes in them every single year. It's it's constant communication. I'm texting with him probably nearly every day. Um, talking, hanging out. The there's yeah, it's it's all our family too, and it's my mom too. I mean it's my brother. We're all very very close. We're a very close family, and so um, it's extremely intentional, and the grandkids now are the beneficiaries mm. of it, mm. and it's it's amazing to see it through now me being a dad, and, uh, and and let me tell you something. This is the most cool thing ever. My daughter, who is 12, two we- three weeks ago, assisted me at a wedding for the first time. Did she really? Second shot the whole time.
0: <gasps> oh, I saw that.
1: I did see that. You want to talk about I did cooler see than that. cool? Yes. Coolest thing I've done this year. Yeah. And uh, Yeah. My daughter, 12 years old, knows how she knows aperture. She knows shutter speed. She knows ISOs. She knows how to take a photo. She knows what looks good. And I want to tell you something else. She knows how to hold herself in a crowd. She is extremely respectful. She's the coolest thing ever. I can't even, her, her and I have a best friend. Like she's my best friend. Like we're, she, she's the coolest. So like, like she came, she chose, she's in sixth grade. She chose with her free Saturday, which she could have been hanging with friends, playing, doing all her stuff. She wanted so bad. She's had this day on her calendar. That's the day I get to assist dad at the wedding. Like, she's had this on the calendar since this extremely gracious bride and groom asked her to. They asked her to. Is that right? Because she photographed the engagement session with me. Oh. And they... They wanted her there for the wedding. They are the sweetest humans on earth. Mm -hmm. And they said, emailed me saying, would Olive want to join on the wedding day shooting too? And... (laughs) At that point, I said, well, I'll ask Olive. Yeah. I asked Olive over the moon. Like, like you know, just, it Super was awesome. So she went with it, me right? uh, on October 26th. Mm. It was the rainy, coldiest, crappiest wedding day that we've had in quite a while. Yeah. Not one complaint from her. She was not riding my coattails the whole day. She was doing her thing. Right. Like, we communicated, but it was not on, okay, do this now, Olive. No. It was like, are you freezing your butt off, Olive? Mm. I am. Right. And she's like, yeah, I'm cold. But she had a smile on her face from the time we started at the Pier Marquette with the dressing room and detail photos till the time her grandma picked her up uh, to leave uh, later that day. And her shots were phenomenal. I mean, like, she – so here's my – that was awesome. This this is when I this is why I personally Jed, this is why I don't have to listen to a podcast. I don't have to read a motivational book to get me going in the morning. Yeah. All I have to do is go in and wake up my son and my daughter. Uh-huh. There's all the motivation I need. There it That's, is. It. That's it. That's it. That's it for me. And my wife as well. But I don't read books. I don't listen to podcasts. I don't need any more motivation. I got it. It's it's in my house. If that doesn't motivate me, then why the heck would Tony Robbins motivate me? <laughs> When my own flesh and blood, if, if I can't do it for them... You make then, a good point. <laughs> then you tell me what's going to motivate me. If those two little faces looking at me every morning oh. doesn't motivate me, then I'm, I'm useless.
0: What's it like to be on the other side of the coin now as history is repeating itself? Because it's, 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 there's a lot of similarities to what you just said.
1: Olive at 12 years old has told me she wants to run Schilling photography. Oh. And I want to tell you she's a boss. We've called her the <laughs> boss since she's been born. Not because she's bossy, though. Right. Because this girl right. has a gift, a gift of leadership. She gets yeah. leadership award every year at yes. school. She's on the the, the boards, all these things, yeah. whatever they all are. Yeah. But not because, not out of arrogance, not out of pride, not because mm. she bought because she's a listener, mm. she's a doer. Mm-hmm. The girl has crazy initiative mm-hmm. and it's all innate it's not because someone told her to right from the time she gets home she is teaching her class in her bedroom from the time she gets home from school for two hours every single day i kid you not you can come over to my house today after school and listen you hear her teaching you hear her talking to her students in an extremely they're fake they're artificial students there's no students in the room her she's a teacher she's a motivator she 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 has this just built in i i don't take credit for it like i love her well i love her like a daughter but but she just has it man she has you the might gift. want to
0: take a little credit
1: <laughs> i take here's where i take credit <laughs> there's in, a lot of
0: similarities i think
1: yeah i take credit in that my wife and i both encourage her hmm. to be herself we encourage her hey olive if you want to go work at disney for a year after school go do it hmm. you don't want to go to college don't go she's 12 years old and i believe she has the ability to make some decisions right now that you know she. I don't know. I'm not the parent that's like you have to go to college and then you can decide what you want. As long as you go and get your degree, as long as you why because it was never done for me that way, and it turned out all right. And so I I I, I'm all about my kid, you know. So so Olive wants to. She's saying it, man. Like dad, I want to work for shilling Photography. I want to I want to take it over. You know, a, a lot can change, but but yeah, it's history repeating itself. How
0: far out into the future do you look? Do you allow yourself to even look? Yeah,
1: I've always battled dread, so and an- mm. anxiety. Mm. So that's what I struggle with: dread and anxiety. So mm. when I look at the future, I sometimes get freaked out. And so, um, so I live in the moment. And uh, how do I plan for the future? Is just doing the best I can do right now. Mm. That's 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 what I can do right now. Is how can I be the best as much as I know as far as raising my kids, running this business, being a good husband, you know, whatever it is, is do the best you can right now with what you're given. And I just believe the future will then kind of, each day it'll just unfold. I mean, no, 10 years ago, I didn't know this would look like what it is today. right? And so, and I'm sorry, I probably missed that so much stuff, but even after, so when we were handed the reins, we redid the gallery, another thing we did, we noticed that the business started really picking up and because we understand we were given the reins right after the recession. Like we just went through That's a right. really bad year. Right. As low as we've ever done wedding. I think we did 22 weddings maybe. Right. That year that we were handed the reins, quote right. unquote. Right. Like, like, oh, great. Yeah. Like, what do we do? But I don't think it was all because of the recession. I think, you know, we needed to change. We needed right. to evolve with the industry. right? And so, so the year then after we, we went from 22 weddings to i believe 42 the following oh, year Oh wow it was quite an increase and and then what happened was then our demand started becoming more so for the first time ever we hired outside of the shilling bloodline mm-hmm. so we julie and i t- talked and it was on if i am it was all based on a dream i had and uh what the future was going to look like and uh and it was, we were going to have teams, and we were going to involve more women in Schilling Photography. So we brought on someone for the first time ever outside of the family to photograph weddings for Schilling Photography in 2010. And that went really well. And so all of a sudden now, Schilling Photography had two teams. Mm. Okay, then it evolved to three. Okay, that went pretty well, pretty smooth. So I believe it was next year or the year after we brought on someone. Now we have three teams. Mm-hmm. Now we can take on three weddings on any given Saturday. See, I like business too. It's not, yeah. I, I know photography gets to be so boutiquey. of, oh, I would never, you know, we've got to stick to our brand and our, to me, it's a cop-out. It's a cop-out, uh, you know, or I don't know. Maybe some people don't want to go down that road. So I guess it's not a cop-out. Maybe that's just not what they're built for. But in me, it was like, okay, how can we capitalize on this? Right. We've got a market now. Now, to me, it's like, we got to do the best with what we're given and we can do more. So. Right. So then we did, and we had at one point Jed. We were up to four teams, I believe, in two thousand eleven or twelve or thirteen or something in there. I don't honestly. So we at one point we had four teams, and we did four four wedding Saturdays. It didn't happen often. It wasn't every Saturday. Oh my gosh, you guys! It wasn't every Saturday, but those hot dates in this Junes or right. Ju- September's or October's there was there was a lot of four wedding Saturdays. Yeah. And I was the one, at that point, editing all of those weddings. Oh,
0: you did all of that? All the editing. Oh.
1: And then... Oh, we, buddy. I know. Then we enabled <laughs> Then we enabled our one of our teams to start editing her weddings. Yeah. So she started doing that. So that helped out a lot. Yeah. Then we went back to three teams, and then it kind of just ebbed and flowed. We, You know, my wife, she's always photographed weddings here and there. So then she was shooting some, and now here we are in 2019, and I think Julia, my wife, photographed 10 weddings this year. Uh, as the lead shooter with her assistant and, uh, you know, and then I photographed probably 30, 35, something like that. And then we had our, uh, third team, uh, photograph, uh, another five to seven weddings. So, um, but right, but she handed in her one year notice cause you kind of got to do that in photography when you're booking weddings, <laughs> yeah. she did hand in her one year notice. So mm-hmm. she's, so now we are, and I'm currently training someone else. So showing photography is kind of in a transition point as we speak today. Right. Um, my wife doesn't necessarily want to shoot weddings anymore. She's found an extreme passion as a Disney travel specialist. <laughs> she's found her outlet, and that's all she needs as far as that's work. And and it's a full time job. Mm. And it, I watch her. I mean, it's from the time she wakes up. Matter of fact, I was awoken this morning at four in the morning because she was making fast passes for some clients. So,
0: so <laughs> she was making fast passes. She
1: she does it all. She <laughs> she is so service oriented in 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 a in a. In a, in a, in a time where i believe the service industry is lacking yeah and i can't eat so tough to see sometimes she is the epitome of service oh. and and so anyway so she started uh working as a disney travel specialist this year um, and has had a lot of success with that but more importantly has found her calling in life she's found what she was designed to do and so um uh, so she's running that in that direction olive our daughter is a Disney fanatic and a photography fanatic. So she's getting both. Right. So I think at one point, if I'm being honest, I don't know, she's only 12, but she might be doing the whole Disney travel planning. She might be running events. She might be photographing weddings. I think the sky's the limit for her. I think right now there is a groundwork being laid that only the Lord knows that our (laughs) kids will one day have the opportunity to walk into. Right. Just as I was given. And I believe that there's going to be that opportunity. So, um, But yeah, shilling photography is in transition right now. We're still doing what we do, still doing wedding. Gosh, I shot more seniors this year than I've shot probably in the last five years. So um, don't know totally why. I don't market it. I mean, I post some stuff. I'm I'm not conventional either. I'm not. I don't love social media. I do it because I have to, because I think it's wise. Mm. I think if you're running a photography business, you need to be active on social media. Right. But... Do I love it? No, right? I, I don't get involved in the politics of photography. I don't do the trade shows. I don't do the speaking gigs. I none of that interests me. I, yeah. I, I, that just doesn't sound fun to me, right. I, I like to kind of go by the beat of my own drum. Mm. I love photographing weddings. I, I love seeing people happy. Mm. I love making. I love knowing that I had a part to play in the biggest day of someone's life. Right. I think that gives me a lot of energy. Right. But outside of that, I, I I would just assume rather be on a lake fishing and that's not even a joke. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's um, true. I believe that's, right. uh, and Jed, you know that we've, we've had this matter of fact, you came across that guy, gave me all the zoom bait tackle. <laughs> that's right. I wore that's that zoom right. hat for many years. So I, I'm pretty true to myself. Um, if the industry demands it, like if I see that, okay, Clients need to be getting their image rights or else you're probably not going to book a wedding. Okay, mm. I'll, I'll evolve. I'm not that stubborn. Like mm-hmm. I got to put food on the table. So, so I will evolve with it, but, um, but I just, I guess I don't get caught up in that. I don't like drama. And so I see a lot of that going on around and it's always been, it's nothing new, right? I'm not making, it's not some epiphany here, but it's always been swirling around us, but I don't think we've ever been a part of it. Right and you have no interest in uh, no jumping into the fray no. so to speak. Right. Right. We there's a I'm not uh, we will definitely work for anyone and help anyone out, but I think there's a certain client that we attract. Yeah. And it's it's a more um it's kind of a laid back approach to it all, but there it is that does not mean in any way shape or form not taking it seriously. Right. Cuz I take my occupation so seriously that I will lose sleep at night if I didn't get back with someone via email that right, day, that day, we yeah. are a service first company. Yeah. Like the, the, I'll say Jed, the number one response I get on emails um, as far as complimentary is the, the response time, the, yeah. the speed of yeah. response. Right. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for your quick response. Right. Oh my gosh. Thank you for your reply. I haven't heard back from this other photographer. Franks right. Like I believe in service. I've, I, uh, it's business 101 to me. Right. That's how my dad always was. Yeah. And this day and age I think that is it almost gets lost in the shuffle is the 101s It's of it.
0: more important than ever, I think, because it's it's not as common as it's it's more rare than ever. And I And so I think it's more important. You want to know how to
1: differentiate yourself in the photography industry? Right be a good person. Yeah. Don't <laughs> yes. you know? Don't don't look for what the trendiest yeah. editing way is. Don't right. look for what the Oh man, how can I make more how uh, everybody now is an educator. Right. Every everybody's in education. I love it. I think it's cool. I think I uh, to be honest would be a, a fantastic person in the education <laughs> yeah. of photography. I've yeah. been in it since I've been 5 years old. Right. I could tell you that stuff till I'm blue in the face. I think the way you stay relevant right now in the photography industry is you honor people you love people mm. you you give them service give them great service give them a great experience everybody's images and the final product at some point it all kind of gets blurry to me everybody's got a pretty good and not everybody but there's a lot of good products out there yeah to me it's easier to sell my client and i've said this to a lot of friends they're like you know, what do you do different, you know, to, to book a bride? Yeah. I'll say, honestly, I show up and I dress nice for their wedding. I don't show up in jeans. Right. Um, I communicate with the parents. I communicate with the aunts and uncles. I let someone take a picture over my shoulder if they want to at the wedding. Right. That's how I stay relevant. Right. I, I am not above, I'm not a rock star. I'm not, I've never looked at it that way. Mm. And I know a lot of people have is, Oh my gosh, you know, you can't shoot. If I'm shooting, I yeah. You have to back. Yeah. We we don't sign no compete clauses with our employees. I mean, like, I just believe in the goodness of your heart should should stop you from maybe doing something bad to me. <laughs> maybe that's a little naive. Well, but it's worked up till now. Right. Um, and so anyway, um, that's that's my uh, as far as photography is how we've stayed relevant all these years, how we've continued to book lots of weddings. We do s- still do a lot of weddings is um, we, we just hang out with people. We love to engage just like you. I mean, I think people are attracted to personality even yeah. so more so than images sometimes. Yeah. And it's a big
0: piece of it. right? It
1: is. It is. And, uh, and we're true to our brand as far as photography goes. Mm-hmm. We do not, I love the dark and moody style. I think it's cool. Mm-hmm. That's not who we are. <laughs> I think it's cool. Yeah, sure. Go for it. Yeah. But to me, we're just, I think we ooze authentic. I right. think that's where our wheelhouse is. Right. It's being real with people, being authentic. Here's how your wedding day looked. That's the kind of photos you're going to get. Right. It's not, we're not switching editing styles. Right. My wife would be like, she says it all the time. Man, we need to look at, you know, let's, you know, I know we don't have to change, but man, maybe we should look into some new presets or this. Right. I said, why do we need to? Right. Like, weddings haven't changed the way they looked. Why do we need to change the way we look? Okay. Um, like, <laughs> we 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 are we do have a style right it's a very romantic whimsical uh raw authentic emotional that's what we do by default right not because we're choosing to do that for our brand sure Sure. we aren't here's how we're gonna that's who we are as people that's who we are at home so that's who we are in business right that's just the way we roll
0: where can people find you on the web
1: Yes. So you can go to www.shillingphotography.com, shillingphotography.com. That's our website, Mm -hmm. which uh, was also reconstructed. (laughs) You redone. (laughs) We actually did. No, I'm a big believer in that that's our baseline. Our website is our baseline. You can go back there for uh, a a reinforcement. Yeah. It's not probably the number one place people are going to see us i believe hey. word of mouth is still the biggest advertiser yeah. into, the, into the industry yeah i believe you get a happy client that tells their best friend they don't need to go to your website yeah Okay. it's worth
0: 100 likes yeah.
1: okay so then you got social media maybe a thousand and likes. i believe social instagram is huge yeah it is we've seen that i i'm not negligent to that just because mm-hmm. i don't love i i like it's cool hmm I just don't like the time it takes right. to sit there and establish a post right. and think right. if it's going to be good enough. And right. did I say right. the right words and all that? Yeah. Ugh, gosh, that just creeps me out. Yeah. But like, yeah. I like posting my work. I think that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Like a, a, a lot, like a extremely up to date gallery that people can go to. How cool is that? Yeah. So you can go on our Instagram shilling underscore underscore photography mm-hmm. and see our latest work and uh, kind of see what we're all about there. Um, on our website, you can definitely navigate, find our about us. And we put a lot of heart and soul into our website and we pour ourselves out into everything we do. So you're going to get a pretty good feel of who we are when you read uh, about us on our website. And then you can just go then to all the different outlets um, to confirm that. Right. And then, uh, but again, that word of mouth. Um, nothing it, like that. Sti-
0: There's nothing like it.
1: Doesn't, it never goes out of date. Yeah. I mean, you get a happy client with that's had a good experience that man, it, it, it comes, it, it'll come back to feed you again and again. It's
0: the best there is by far. Buddy, thanks for doing this.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It was I, fun.
0: You did it on short notice, too. You did it really fast.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that means a it lot. Was, it was pretty fly by the seat of your pants. Well, I don't know how this that's went. A theme. If I'm being completely honest with you right now. <laughs> I don't even know what, if anything I said is going to land. <laughs> I honestly don't know. <laughs>
0: well, I don't either. We'll find out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we will. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, man, no problem. It was fun. That was, great. was it? Okay.